you are listening to the TN Horror Podcast Network. Horror with a sense of humor. Um, okay, uh, let's see. Uh, I've got your IMDb report up here, but uh, I'll introduce you and all this. Uh, usually there's more than just me. There's Johnny and uh, Yeti, but they're not able to join me tonight. So uh, I don't know if I'm going to put this under the horror basement, which... Because I don't think Street Survivors is really a horror movie. Um, but I might just do it under Beyond the Basement because that's our other podcast that we just put everything else under. Like we do like aliens, uh, UFOs, ghosts, and all that. So I think yeah. anything else. So I think this can fall into that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, whatever, uh, you know, whatever you think uh, works best, uh, you know, sounds good to me. Sweet. Okay, um, all right, well, uh, I'll introduce you, and uh, I guess I'll do, uh, I'll be like, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not usually the one doing, hosting the interview, I'm used, so just kind of bear with me. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you want to, I mean, if, if you want to do it uh, another day, I'm pretty open, I mean, up to you. No, you know? no, no, it's not, no, no, that's fine, I'm just, just wanted you to know that I'm a, I'm not as, uh good as my other uh, uh so but i need to do this so i need to get better at it <laughs> okay yeah yeah whatever whatever yeah whatever you feel uh comfortable with yeah i'm cool I'm, it all works for me okay so uh we'll go ahead and i'll enter you and uh we'll go from there okay cool sounds good all right everybody uh jim jam here and uh Today we got Jared Cohn, uh, director or actor, writer, director. Uh, he's currently uh, promoting his. Uh, what would you call it a bioepic? Um. Yeah, you know, I'd call it a, a you know biopic slash. Um, yeah, yeah, I like biopic. Uh, you know, it's got some action adventure elements, but in, you know, uh, it's also a plane crash movie, but. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would you know a, a biopic meets a plane crash movie. <laughs> so the the movie we're talking about, everybody, is uh, Street Survivors: from The True Story of the Leonard Skinner Plane Crash, which uh, is set to release. Uh, what day did you say? I'm sorry. Oh, June thirtieth. Okay. Yeah. Um. I've fortunately I've got to uh, see this. Uh, I actually watched it last night, so it's pretty fresh in my mind. Um, cool, cool. Which I heard about this movie when I was listening to uh, Talk Is Jericho, which is Chris Jericho's podcast. He's, he's you know AEW wrestler, also uh, lead singer of Fozzie. So he's a oh, huge cool. uh, rock uh, rock fan, and uh, he had Artemis Powell on his podcast, and uh, Artemis went through the story of the plane crash and everything, and he also was talking about this movie and how much hell it's been trying to get this out yeah i read the articles and i guess uh ronnie van zant's wife is no one to play with huh oh man she is a handful and uh very litigious and you know quick to uh you know just a great like yeah a handful is is an understatement but uh she sort of made uh, our lives hell for uh, quite a bit, quite a bit of time. But, 
she lost in the end, so, you know, we won, she lost, so, you know, that kind of, uh, kind of gets what she deserves at the end, you know, um, I'm not saying she's a loser, but she lost, so. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I know that in the past, uh, the Johnny and them had issues, I guess, with trying to do Leonard Skinner, and, uh, they had to change the name of the band to... I think it was Leonard Skinner '91 for one album. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Well, she doesn't. You know, I mean, that makes sense to me. I mean, she that's, can't get along with anybody. That's bad when she won't even give permission for her his own brother to be the. <laughs> oh my God! I know. What a trick. But, uh, she, she's ridiculous. So uh, is uh. Well, if I read right, did uh, Gary, did he give you some problems too? Um, no. Um, I don't really know what Gary's uh, stance is. Um, I, I believe that Judy Van Zant uh, orchestrated uh, all of this. I mean, I, I don't, I haven't heard from Gary. I've never, I don't, he hasn't. As far as I'm concerned, I, as as far as I'm aware, I haven't um, heard his stance on this this movie. But uh, I would put my money on uh, Judy Van Zandt spearheading this entire attack. Well, <clears throat> have you uh, been getting any reviews in yet from anybody? Yeah, you know, uh, one I just got one today that uh, the producer sent me. It was great uh, from Uncut Magazine in the UK. Um, they gave it a, a really good review, uh, eight out of ten, which uh, I'll take. I'll take an eight out of ten. Um, you know, that's 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 very good by my standards. Excellent. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, well, I, well, I watched it last night and I was very impressed with, you know, this is, would you say a low budget? Um, you know, it really depends on, um, you know, oh, and compared to like studio movies that, you know, come out major release in movie theaters. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I was I was very surprised, you know, knowing the fact that you didn't have a major studio behind you, how awesome uh, this, you know, I'm sure it was CGI, right? It had to be CGI because, of course, you can't really crash plane with people in it for well, a movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a combination for the all the plane flying in the air. Uh, yeah, that was all uh, CGI. But when the plane was crashed on the ground, we... That, those were all real um, plane plane parts, um, yeah. and we, you know we had a real plane on the tarmac. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a combination of of CGI of all the airplane flying. Um, well, I, I enjoyed it, and uh, I really liked it. And I, I would definitely give it a. I, I say a ten out of ten because uh, <laughs> I'm a huge. I'm a huge fan of uh, Leonard Skinner, and it was awesome to kind of see a behind the, almost a behind the scenes of, you know, what was going on around that time. And I never really realized that Artemis Powell was not with him that long, was he? Uh, well, I mean, it, you know, which, 
It was, you know, I mean, not like, uh, you know, from the original. Bob Burns, of course, was the uh, yeah. original, original. But, uh, you know, Artemis was there for, you know, a good amount of time. And, uh, you know, he, I mean, most importantly, uh, he was on that airplane. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think this movie was about an hour and a half or a little somewhere around that, right? Yeah, yeah. Like nine, nine, So I understand an hour and a half, you know. Uh, you can't do too much because, yeah, you have to definitely. Did did you shoot more than you were able to? Uh, did y'all cut down a lot or? Yeah, I mean, we the first cut, the first edit came in, I think like over two hours. So, uh, but you know, we wanted to keep it. I'd rather have you know an hour and a half movie, which is you know, keeps it, has good pacing and, you know, keeps the audience more engaged than a longer movie. Because, I mean, if you, uh, you know, if you can't tell your story in an hour and a half, I mean, that's a decent amount of time um, uh, to, uh, to, to have. I'm not, personally, I don't, I don't like movies that are, I mean, it depends on the movie, of course, but movies if a movie doesn't have to be any longer than it is uh a lot of movies are like oh that you know that was a good movie but you know it could have been 20 minutes shorter so i i, I didn't want I, I you know i didn't i didn't want the audience to to think that way oh yeah yeah i understand that completely <clears throat> one thing that when i saw the trailer and you know i never i didn't hear uh any skinner song in it completely or at all and uh i was thinking Oh, you know, how how were they able to, because, you know, if you make a Skinner movie, of course, you're going to have to have their songs in there, right? Yeah, but I mean. I, I know you, I, but I know how Judy, I'm sure she wasn't going to let, uh, and if so, you'd have to pay out to ask for licensing fees, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, she made it. She made it impossible for us to get any, I mean, we did have Call Me the Breeze, Um which you know uh, Skinner made famous, obviously. But the reason we were able to get that is because uh, technically J.J. Uh, Kale, rest in peace, uh, yeah. wrote that song and performed it amazingly. But it was one of the few cover songs that Leonard Skinner uh, was able to play. You know, at, at many shows, and a lot of people you know, think it's a Leonard Skinner song and it was great to have. It was great to have that song. It's a it's a it's a great song. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was definitely curious about how uh you was able to at least get one song in there, knowing the fact that she was so hardcore adamant about nothing happening with this movie. Oh, she did everything she could uh to stop this movie. You know, she spent over a million dollars. Uh, that she wasted um, trying to stop this movie and, you know, made our, uh, made my life hell um, for quite some time. But, you know, in the end it worked out and, uh, you know, now it's coming out uh, June 30th, so. Yeah. Uh, hold on one second. My Bluetooth shut out. Um, I'll try to get back there. Hold on, I'm sorry. 
Yeah, you're good, bro. Okay, here we go. Actually, you know, I didn't hear that in the last probably 30 seconds. Can you say it again after I... Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, talking about uh, just Judy? Yeah, I mean, I was just reiterating, you know, Judy oh. just just made, yeah, made it impossible and essentially made my life hell for quite some time. But, you know, that, that, that that's basically Judy bashing again. <laughs> So everything is uh, good and uh, definitely can move forward. No problems now. Oh yeah, it's coming out June thirtieth. So uh, um, yeah, there's absolutely nothing she can do at at this point. Um, I mean, she can huff and puff, but I mean that's yeah. about it. Um. <clears throat> so uh, the inside shots. Did y'all just have a, a plane for the? just to shoot the, for that part of the movie? Yeah, we, you know, we were fortunate enough to get a real uh, plane, you know, uh, a real plane that we filmed inside, uh, you know, sort of like a, a warehouse. Um, yeah. So that, you know, and that was, that was great. It was great to have that, you know, attached to a cockpit. So... I mean, it was tough. It's tough to source these, you know, a plane and expensive. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, luckily with the support of Cleopatra, Brian Carrera, the producer, um, we were able to pull it off. And, you know, with, we had a great team that, that, that helped us. Well, yeah. Um, another thing. You know, back in them days, uh, 70s and stuff, cocaine and weed was big. So uh, <laughs> so what was you uh, using beside, uh, instead of cocaine? Was it sugar or something? Uh, yeah, you know, there's um, different. Uh, they actually like they actually have like a movie prop cocaine, which is I think it's like a bite. You know, it's just like some vitamin. vitamin. Yeah. And, okay. You know, like a white vitamin and. For the weed, uh, yeah. probably use CBD for that, huh? Yeah, it was something. Um, I know they were smoking the hell out of it. Uh, I'm sure there might there might have been some well, real weed in some of those well, scenes. That's uh, that's perfectly fine because y'all shot this in California, right? Oh yeah, I mean weed so, is, weed, weed is weed legal there. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean look, we had a lot of coming uh, the movie. When you put a lot of lot of actors and musicians together, and uh, you know, naked extras, uh, someone's gonna someone that was, was very uh, surprising. You know, not surprising, but that was very uh, nice to have in there as well. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was the seventies. You know, rock and roll band. Uh, I mean, this is all true. I mean, they partied oh. like rocks. I mean, they they were rock partied like rock stars. They were rock stars partying. So. Um, I mean, they were just, I mean, they hit it hard, you know, just drugs, alcohol, women, whatever, whatever, they, you know, they wanted to do. I mean, they were so famous that people would hunt them down at their hotel rooms and, you know, like the, you know, like, like the Beatles in the seventies of the South. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, they were a big part of my life because like I was telling you in the when I was messaging you, um, 
my dad, of course, you know, we grew up in West Nashville and stuff, and uh, he was a huge Leonard Skinner fan. And I, all my life, uh, growing up, I've heard all, you know, everybody, Leonard Skinner song you think of. Saw him live twice, I believe. So, uh, unfortunately, like I said, I didn't, I wasn't born around the time, so I didn't get to see the original band, but, but I still kind of got to see what what it's like, and, and they definitely uh, are huge in the Southern Rock, probably gods of the Southern Rock, I would say. Yeah, definitely one of the, definitely one of the most uh, famous Southern Rock bands, uh, and, you know, still to this day, I mean, it, it such a big uh, name. I mean, it, it, you know, I was growing up. You know, I was, you know, I knew the hits, and but uh, I mean, as I was researching and you know, listening to more of the music, I you know had to had more of a appreciation and, and learned more and talking to Artemis and you know all that. Yeah, um, that's a, one thing. Also, when when I was listening to the. Uh... Chris Jericho podcast, uh, Talkers Jericho. He, uh, Artemis, it sounded, to me, it seemed like there was some kind of cons- like a conspiracy in a way in everything because of how, you know, getting that, get, what was the guy's name that, that was their tour manager, I guess? Oh, uh, Ron Eckerman or Peter Rudge or? The, yeah, the one that was on the phone uh, at the airport trying to get someone to come out there and fix it, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ron, yeah. Yeah, yeah the tour manager. I, think he, I believe he was saying something about how, you know, that guy was just trying to shut him up just to get him on the plane. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, that, that, I hadn't heard that, actually. I mean, I read his book. Um and you know obviously he's not gonna you know say anything bad about himself but no i I mean if the artemis said it then you know maybe uh i might i don't want (laughs) to say that a lot it's been a while since i heard that but thought it was felt like a conspiracy type feel to the whole situation uh, I mean, there definitely is a lot of conspiracy elements involved, uh, you know, in terms of a plane and, you know, what exactly happened and, you know, with Johnny Moat shooting him, Johnny said he didn't, Artemis said he did, uh, you know, even though he had like, you know, sort of a bullet, bullet injury wound in his shoulder. So, I mean, a lot of people, you know, especially with Judy Van Zandt, what she's saying and, um, you know, a, a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Uh, then the fact that uh, I guess it was something because Aerosmith turned uh, they they wasn't gonna yeah. their manager or whatever said no we're not using that. Exactly. Yeah. Aerosmith uh, investigated. You know, they checked out the plane. They said no way, we're not gonna fly on the plane yet. The plane company then, you know, brought it to Leonard Skinner. So. That was um, the whole thing. I mean, uh, they should have, uh, Aeros, you know, it would have been nice if Aerosmith uh, informed uh, Leonard Skinner, but, you know, I mean, I'm, maybe they just didn't probably know. Probably didn't. Yeah, didn't know. You know, speaking of that uh, scene of uh, Aerosmith, wow, the guy that you got to play him, or uh, Steven Tyler. Yeah. Ooh, he could be his doppelganger. 
Yeah, he was. Uh, he's great, man. He was. Uh, he actually was a, is a professional uh, doppelganger. So we brought him. We brought him out. We flew him in just for just for that scene, and uh, that's cool that you brought that up. Also, like he 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 legit plays uh, Steven Tyler. Yeah, I mean, like that's that's what all he does. Um, oh wow, that's, that's awesome. I mean, uh, I'm sure he does other stuff, but that's his. You know, that's how we found him. Yeah, and then uh, Ian, uh, I can't pronounce his last name, but the guy that played Artemis Pyle, he was very. Uh, he looked a lot like Artemis. Yeah, Ian Schultz. Yeah, he. Uh, we're we were lucky to get him. You know, he uh, is an interesting character, but uh, we, uh, you know, it was cool that you know we were able to. You know, lock him in for Artemis because yeah, he looks a lot like Artemis. And man, he has got some locks on him, don't he? Oh yeah, I mean they're real, the real deal. So yeah, um, you don't have to do nothing for that. No wig or anything, right? Yeah, no wig. Same for uh, Taylor Cliff who played uh, Ronnie. Um, no wig. Yeah, I mean. Oh, he grow it out for it. Uh, no, his hair was already, uh, long. Oh. Okay, because I'm looking at his pictures on here, and he has short hair. And oh, yeah, yeah. Now, he, he, cut, do... he cut his hair, yeah. I don't, I don't know why he would do that, but, uh, I guess he wanted to, uh, change his look up or something. I'm looking now at a picture of you, Artemis, and him. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. From on there. IMDb. Yeah, Is yeah. Was Artemis uh, with y'all the whole time shooting? Uh, not the whole time, but um, he came out. We brought him out to uh, a few times, a couple times uh, before we started filming, and uh, he came out during the shoot. Um, so yeah, it was really cool, you know, just having him there because he adds a, a lot of authenticity. Oh yeah. Uh, what was uh, what was his uh, reaction to the movie? I'm sure he's already seen it, right? Oh yeah, yeah, he really liked it. You know, he got emotional, and um, it's really good, really good to have him. Uh, you know, be a part of of you know meeting the cast and helping me out with uh, you know the information, the script, whatnot. Um, so you know kind of all worked out with him and, and finding the right actors. Yeah, I say uh, watching this, you know, definitely brings up memories of, of bad memories, unfortunately, unfortunately, of that whole plane crash. And uh, um, one scene that I want to talk about real quick is the when the plane is uh, crashing through the woods, you see the people flying around inside. Yeah. Uh, was that stunt people, or did you get them people to actually get or fling around and all that? Oh, uh, yeah, well, those were those were stunt people um, for for most of the the big action stuff. Uh, for some of the minor um, minor things, we use the real actors if they were comfortable, and you know, luckily we 
we were able to find uh, actors that were willing to, you know, do some of the physicalities involved to help sell that plane crash. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, wow. That's, I didn't expect it to show all that, but uh, I can't remember, though. Did, uh, did the, the TV hit... Hit Ronnie in the back of the head, really? Or yeah, no, oh, it did. Okay, that was a real. Uh, that really happened, uh, and that's how he. Uh, it was interesting because when he they found his body, there were no, there were really no other inju- injuries except for that TV hitting him in the back of the head. Um, which I wonder uh, if that might have severed his spinal cord or something. It probably hit him really hard. Yeah, I mean, it could have just been, uh, you know, just rocking the brain. Uh, I mean, if you get like a baseball bat to the back of the head type of thing, that, that'll that, that'll put you down. Yeah, well, it was kind of eerie uh, about when he was telling Artemis that he won't live to see thirty or something like that. Yeah, yeah he, he really said that too. Well, I would, and he. He seemed like he was uh, in the movie, you know, when they were, everybody was going crazy. He just grabbed a bottle of Jack Daniels and got a pillow and just sat down and was drinking. Yeah, like a bad, yeah, like, like a bad, like, uh, yeah, he's just like, hell, if it's going to happen, ain't nothing we can do about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's really, uh, you know, how it went down, so. Yeah, and it really pissed me off about the damn co-pilot. I'm like. Ah, he fucked up so many times. Yeah, he was oh. an idiot. Yeah, I mean that. Uh, that, why, would that, that why would the pilot even listen to him? Um. Well, the thing about that was, if you have to like detour or you know, kind of go off course, you they would get suspended for um, you know, for a month and. They would lose, you know, pay. So in their minds, they, you know, they didn't want to get suspended or, you know, look bad to, you know, their their company that you know that they work for. So it was the whole thing. Like he was saying something about he can die. What was it? He can die a happy man because he got to. Uh, fly a rock band or something. Yeah, he really said that think, too. I don't think he died a happy man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, uh, I don't think he was very happy there. I think uh, he felt uh, he felt pretty bad. You know, like he's well. I mean, rightfully so. He killed yeah. a bunch of people. And another thing uh, was really, you know, it was all sad, but uh, the fact that Cassie had a she was going to, you know, drive or get a ride to uh, Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie talked her out of it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, yeah. A bunch of people didn't want to get back on the plane after it, uh, you know, had some, some issues on, it, on the previous flight. But Ronnie insisted, you know, not a, yeah. not a smart play. No, not at all. Then, uh, let's see, the, the guy that played uh, Billy Powell, um, he looked very, he looked a lot like me. 
Yeah, I mean, we did our best to, uh, you know, make the actors look as much as as close as they could to, you know, the real the real guys. But uh, I mean, you're never gonna, you know, it's never gonna be perfect. But you know, I mean, can't you go you go the best you can. Uh, the other backup singer, the one that was in the uh, her Margie, is that her name? Oh, the uh, the the actress. Was she? Uh, no, was she, was that her name, Margie? Though the girl, uh, the other backup singer. Oh uh, no, singers, right? no, there was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, um, uh, let, me, let me let me pull it up. I don't want to. I don't want to mispronounce. Uh. I see Margie here. I thought I was thinking that there was two uh, backup singers, but is Cassie the only backup singer then? No, no, there was uh, two others. Um, uh, let me put. Was me, it Ka- Kayla? Maybe. Let me pull it up right here. Um, yeah, I just don't want to. I just don't want to. Yeah. Okay, we had a uh, you know. Uh, so there were yeah, Cassie Gaines was one. And then, of course, we had, uh, uh, let me see right here, Um, Leslie Hawkins and JoJo Billingsley. Okay, so I wouldn't even, (laughs) I was not even talking about the right person (laughs) at all. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. There's a lot, we had a lot of actors uh, in the movie, so no worries. But uh, all in all, though, man, I I really uh, really like this movie, and uh, you know it's uh, it was uh, pretty hard, you know, tough to watch seeing you know yeah, go through all that. Yeah, man, I really appreciate it, and uh, yeah, thank you so much for uh, having me on. Well, yeah, um, and I'll, also I want to comment on your the uh, the movie poster for it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a uh, pretty, uh, pretty damn awesome. Yeah, they did a really good, uh, really good job. Um, I think uh, you know, doing uh, doing the poster, and uh, yeah, I mean, I I I, I dig it. Well, uh, yeah, that it's it's really good, and. Uh, Real quick before we go, do you want to? Is there anything else you want to, you know, talk about or bring uh, up? You know, working on. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I would just say, you know, tune in June thirtieth. Uh, you know, if you guys, you know, if, if, if people can, you know, watch it, support it, um, and uh, you know, share it, that would be great. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's really it. All right. Well, um, hell yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming this will be available on, on pretty much all platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Amazon, iTunes, uh, hopefully more if it uh, does well. Well, yeah. Well, uh, well, Jared, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to join me and a uh, hell of a job on the movie. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. And yeah, it was great to great to be on. And uh, and uh, yeah, send me the link or you know to to this, and I'll share it. Yeah, 
you know, on social Sounds media. Good. Sounds good. I'll try to get this out before the weekend. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, thanks again. Thank you. And uh, you have a great night. All right. You, you too. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.